Welcome everyone to the second episode of Metaphysical Musings. My name is Tini Savoie and I'm your host for the show, the founder of Metaphysical School, a crystal and sound healing facilitator, as well as a teacher and student of various metaphysical topics. In today's show, I'm super excited to interview Carly Penfold, one of our fabulous Metaphysical School faculty and owner of Holistic Living with Carly. We're going to talk about energy healing, including sound healing tools and techniques, as well as acupressure and essential oils. In addition, Carly is going to share her special 10 sweet spots for better sleep to help us all get a more restful sleep. Let's bring Carly to the show. Hi, Tina. Thanks for having me on today. I'm so so excited to like be on your second episode. This is awesome. <laughs> so I want to give a little introduction about you. So as I mentioned, Carly is the owner of Holistic Living with Carly, and she firmly believes the effectiveness of healing and self-care is optimized when both the physical and energetic bodies are supported. By combining her own personal experiences and over 12 years working with shiatsu acupressure, reiki, chakra balancing, and sound healing with singing bowls, she delivers compelling yet relatable presentations to teach holistic healing topics for transformation through energetic self-care. The host and producer of the Holistic Living Show, She is experienced with sharing her tips so that others don't have to go through pain and discomfort when there are easy-to-use self-care solutions that deliver real results. Carly is one of our Metaphysical School faculty and has shared with us her video on acupressure and oils for common ailments. An introduction to meridians. In this course, she teaches you how to access the dynamic rivers of energy flowing within us and the essential oils that support them so that you can balance your meridian points for self-healing and naturally relieve stress, tension, and pain. She's also participated in both, at this point, (laughs) masterclass events. In our Energy Empowerment Masterclass, she shared her wisdom on how to work with energy and setting energetic boundaries. And in our most recent masterclass called the Intuitive Awakening Masterclass, she shared her tips for thriving as a healer and a seeker, as well as participating in both Q&A webinars. So Carly is one of our more prolific faculty. (laughs) Wow, I've done a lot. (laughs) When I share all of that stuff, it sounds like so much. And it is. Thank you so much for joining us, Carly. Can you tell us a little bit about your energy healing journey thus far? Yeah, I've actually my first introduction to energy healing was when I was only like 14. So, you know, a long time, (laughs) spanning multiple decades. (laughs) And it was when my mom took me to see an acupuncturist to help me with my teenage acne that was seemed to not ever be going away. So that was my first introduction um, to alternative healing, um, different ways of thinking about the body because acupuncture and acupressure, I do the acupressure with the fingers, no needles for me. Um, That is all the same uh, theory and same acupressure points. They're the same as acupuncture ones. So it's, they really interrelate a lot together. Um, And it was interesting. I, I just love the poeticness of the meridians and the names of them and we'll we'll you'll see an example of that when we get to the meridian points um but that would say that would be my first introduction um to the holistic healing like outside of the traditional big pharma kind of setting and i was quite young at the time and we lived in indonesia and so we would been doing a lot of traveling and that really opened my eyes to a lot of different um ways that different cultures did things. So um, I'd always have, I've always had that kind of growing up. And as I became an adult and started to look at healings for myself, 
and my family, um, that this is kind of where I turn to first. Like, I think it's really important that we have a, a, an assembled team of uh, people that can help us, whether that's with a physician or a naturopath or, you know, massage people, chiros, like energy healers, um, doing meditation, doing yoga, doing things that really look after our physical body, but also our energetic bodies and as well our mental outlook as well. That really does tie into it too. Awesome. Thank you. So when did the sound healing kind of um, oh. <laughs> insert itself into yeah. that energy healing journey for you. I discovered uh, singing bowls. I discovered those when I was taking my shiatsu training. So that would have been in, oh dear, <laughs> like 08, 09. <laughs> that was a while ago. So um, when I was doing the trainings, we were introduced to the sound healing and I just fell in love with the bowls. And I actually ended up studying and taking more workshops <laughs> because I was just completely fascinated with it. So I, I do like the singing bowls. I have some um, space clearing feng shui bells that I use. I like the tinctures and, uh, and rattles and everything else because what I learned too when I was studying with feng shui was that the energy in the space is kind of the same like the energy that's in our bodies. We can get stagnant energy like in the space, like in a home, in a room, a corner is usually where stagnant energy can start to accumulate. And we actually physically see that with like dust bunnies and little <laughs> bits of hair and dust starting to collect in certain you areas have all dogs, the time. You have piles of dog birds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's even more exaggerated. So those are kind of the areas, but even in a home where you have that angular section, using sound can really help to disperse it. And it can actually hear a difference with it. And the same applies when we tune into it with our bodies. The sound energy can help raise our vibration. It can help dislodge any junk that's in our energetic field and can really just help to cleanse us on an energetic level. And it's it's fun to do. It's easy to do and it's enjoyable. So why not? <laughs> cool. And did you bring any of your singing bowls to yes. share with us today? I have one. I brought one of my smaller ones. Um, this one's for the heart chakra. Uh, the color is corresponding with it. The color green represents the heart chakra as well. And would you like to hear it? I would love we, to hear it. Shall we yes. go right into like the sound healing parts of things? Okay. Yeah, we're going to go into sound healing for sure. So we, all right. So now the sound may get buffered a bit because it might be perceived as being not supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll get the idea about what it sounds like. So what I like to suggest is we focus on the heart center. You can do that by bringing hands to prayer position and, and the thumbs will just naturally fall here. Or you can just bring your awareness and attention to it. Um, using the breath, breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth, and taking some inhalations, exhaling. When you inhale, thinking about positive, uh, bright energy that's kind of coming into your body through the breath, and exhaling, clearing, releasing any negativity or anything you no longer need to be carrying around with you. And you're welcome to close your eyes too if you're um, if you're not driving anywhere. <laughs> Because <laughs> this is going on a podcast too. So like, make sure for those podcast people, um, if you're driving, please pull over first because we want you to be alert when you're behind moving vehicles. So, or uh, just come back to this after. So here we go. And so Thank as you're, you. yeah, as you're it's such a beautiful sound. centered, like it's observing how you feel after that. And really that just took like 10 seconds, like probably not even. And yeah. It's one of the really great yeah. things about sound healing that, that I find as well is that it's really quick. You don't have to spend a lot of time with your tools and it just seems, 
it, it changes your energy so quickly and so effectively. I agree. Now so, I know you have some goals out here too, don't you? Want you want to share one of some yeah. my Okay, so your your bowl is a Tibetan singing bowl, and I also brought one of my Tibetan singing bowls. So this one is a little bit bigger. Um, this was actually my very first bowl I ever got, and so let's listen. Hopefully, the mic can pick up the sound of it. So with singing bowls, you can uh, strike them. Uh, like a bell because they're actually bell shaped and you can also play them by um, you can I, I call it the kickstart method you can you can tap the bowl with the mallet and then run the mallet around the side like Carly demonstrated when she was playing her bowl I picked this bowl because it was so easy to play <laughs> not all bowls play for everybody I have that was a really interesting thing when I was shopping for my bowl is that not all of them will sing for everybody and it has to do with you know energy resonance so this is one of my favorite uh, sound healing tools I also uh, have tinctures so Carly mentioned tinctures and so I thought I would I thought I would show those off a little bit and play them and again you just play the sound and have the intention of whatever it is that you want the sound healing to help you with, whether that's energy clearing, whether that's bringing in joy, letting things go, all of that sort of stuff. Another one of my favorite uh, sound tools is the sound pod. It's a little bit quieter. And so I'm going to play it right by the mic. Can you hear it, Carly? This is one of my favorite. I know <laughs> it sounds so magical, this one. And so this one, um, I fell in love when I first heard it at uh, a workshop, a weekend workshop that I went to. And then it took me probably six months to find one to purchase for myself. <laughs> and it's just, it's just so pretty. This is a sound pod. And then the tool that I use most for my own healing is using tuning forks. So I have probably a couple of dozen tuning, <laughs> different tuning forks for different things. And so this one would be a low ohm, which would be my favorite one. And I just, I have a very low-tech hockey puck that <laughs> it doesn't have to be complicated um, sound healing. <laughs> Tuning forks are a little bit pricey to you know start your collection. Um, in case you're wondering if tuning forks require a certain frequency to do certain things, from my teaching perspective, no, it doesn't. It's the sound that you're happy with. Um, mm -hmm. This one is ohm, so it's tuned to the frequency of Earth, and it's quite low. You probably won't even hear it. Heard a Probably little bit, but I have it's really, really, really low. Um, this one is like really good for bringing in calming energy, and then I have a much higher one. It's also ohm, but it's like pitched much um, higher. It's a multiple of ohm, and this one you'll probably hear. It's a much brighter tone. So this is the t this is the tuning fork that I would use for energy clearing. So if ever, yes. You know, stuff happens and <laughs> you need a little emotional brightening. This one, I'll just like, I'll strike and I'll just go through my fields with it. But yeah, these are my sound healing tools. Thank you for sharing the floor. <laughs> I haven't got to share my, my sound healing tools uh, yet. So I feel really glad that I got to do that. Oh, they're tons of fun. <laughs> they are and you can use sound healing with any number of tools drums and rattles like Carly mentioned tinctures singing bowls and you have a, a a singing bowl gift to give away is that correct I do. yeah there's a chakra balancing with the singing bowls that I've done that I've set up that you can get sent right to yourself and it's at the bit.ly link slash met school chakra balance mp4 <laughs> so this link is going to be included in the podcast description and you can obviously see it on the screen if you're watching um if you're watching the replay later on and um so can you tell us a little bit about the meditation that you created mm -hmm. uh, what i do is i actually have all the little bowls, like I just played with the heart one here, as well as some of the bigger ones. And I have them all laid out on my massage table and set up my 
my camera and recording and everything. And then I did a chakra balancing, working through all of the chakras. So by the end of it, you'll have complete chakra balancing done and you'll feel so good afterwards and your energy will be more, ba more balanced. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> I haven't had a chance to listen to that recording yet and now I'm super excited to do it. Um, thank you, Carly. And again, that link is bit.ly slash met school chakra balance mp4 and the link will be in the podcast description when you want to look at that so yeah. let's move on to our next topic we're going to talk about uh essential oils next is that correct yes Okay. Yeah, um, because <laughs> once we get stuff. once we get into the acupressure points, um, if, if you're choosing to use essential oils to go along with the energy healing, um, it's best to do it at the beginning. Uh, I kind of like oh. to do it in this order is first to bring in some sound, which helps us to center ourselves into our body, kind of still a little bit of the chatter going on in the mind and start to focus on our breath. And then I like to bring in the essential oils to add that layer of energy frequency healing and then working with the acupressure points after that. So, um, nice. so we're actually going in order then. Yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> so do we want to talk a little bit about quick tips for using essential oils yeah, for people there's... who have not used them at all before? Right. So the essential oils that I choose to use are Young Living Ones. I am an independent distributor. If you want some more info, reach out or, you know, you can even get your own wholesale account. Just use my number that's up on the screen there. I do appreciate that. Thank you very much in advance. Um, so <laughs> so those <laughs> listening to the podcast, we have, we have some graphics up for yes. quick tips for Sorry. using essential oils safely. If you want to check those yeah. out in the recording on YouTube <laughs> later on. And um, so the best thing to do is to start off uh, slow, go slow. Um, so uh, instead of using it full strength, um, you can dilute with a carrier oil. Any carrier oil would be like grapeseed oil, olive oil, uh, any massage oil you might have around the house. Um, and of course, never use water if you start to experience some irritation because oil and water don't mix. So um, if you do find that you start to get a little bit of heat or some sensitization on the skin, use a carrier oil to dilute that and to rub that off. And of course, be sensible. Don't apply essential oils to sensitive areas on your body like your nose, ears, etc. So um, those are the quick tips. And uh, the other slide there, uh, Tina, is what's called seed to seal. And this is why I chose Young Living. When I've been to some of them, some of their farms, I've actually gone to their farms and checked them out and seen how they do things. But they really take, uh, they take an interest in from right from when it's a seed to growing to the plant, to being distilled, to being tested and then sealed up in the bottle um, they have control over all of that, whether it's on their own farms or their partner farms. So the quality is very high and consistent. So, um, and when we're talking about high vibrational energy healing in terms of quality of oils, you really do want to have the highest because as the price points get lower, that's when they tend to get um, distilled a second, third, fourth time, even more or diluted with carrier oils. And they're just not their full strength and potential that they can have. So cool. um, and do you have some? I do have oil some. Yeah, I my favorite with me. So um, one of my favorites is cedar wood. So these are all the other ones I chose here are really good for calming, centering, grounding, and helping with sleep. So a couple ways you can um, use these, and for that purpose, you can uh, just put a drop on your hands and rub them around and inhale, uh, bring them up to your nose and around your head and inhaling that way. Or you can use them in a diffuser. Um, I also put drops on my pillow or along my bed. So the first one that I go to is cedar wood. And then we've got uh, vetiver is another one that I like to use a lot. Is Again, vetiver a, a single component or is it, it is. a mixture? It's just one? Yeah, vetiver is a single. And it's very, very thick, actually. I had to take the uh, the plastic top off to get it to come even out of the bottle because it was like thicker than like maple syrup. <laughs> so that's one you really want to dilute so that you can... Um, um, that one, um, that one, yeah, yeah, you would want to dilute that if you, 
or just putting a drop of it in a diffuser is fine too. And then um, the other one is valerian, which is um, very similar. Like, and you can even tell with the colors, the, the oranges on the bottle, there's darker reds. These all actually represent the different, they relate to the different chakras. So like the root chakra is red and then the next one being the sacral chakra is the orange. So it's all of these grounding kinds of oils. And then my favorite one is called Rudavala, and this one is a blend. So this one's got Ruda, it's got Valerian, and it has lavender in it as well. And it's a roll-on. And this one you can, I like the roll-on feature, it's just easier to use. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I like to actually put that one around, I like that one around my pillow, but I also um, put it on my big toe, the base of my big toe, because in reflexology, that represents our brains. And often when I have trouble sleeping, my mind is just going nuts and racing. And I'm thinking about things like, oh, what could I do that can add more value to that, <laughs> to those insomnia relief points that I'm going to be sharing today with Tina? <laughs> you know, stuff That's like awesome. that. <laughs> That, you know, not great that it keeps you up at night, but awesome no. that you have, you know, not only do you have the acupressure points that we're going to share, but you have essential oils to augment that. When it comes to sleep, you just have to throw everything you can at it because honestly, you kind of so, get to it. And I have trouble sleeping. Like I do. I, I have trouble sleeping too. Up and I got hormonal issues going on and it's like well I'm using my oils I'm going to do these acupressure points and the good thing is that when you know these acupressure points you can actually do them in the middle of the night <laughs> on yourself you don't have to make an appointment and go anywhere these are all tools you're going to have for your self-care at home that you can use uh, for yourself of course more consistency using them on a consistent basis you'll see better results rather than a one-off here and there um, but I do suggest using the acupressure points and combining that with the oils about an about an hour before you go to bed. Awesome. So the oils you can use uh, topically on your skin when diluted. You can inhale it either just, you know, smelling it from the bottle or having it in a diffuser. And you can also apply the oils to specific, ac to these acupressure points that we're going yeah. to share, correct? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Do you want to get started with? And you can, you can actually these ones. You can ingest some of them, but uh, we're not going to dive into that here today. But because of the quality of the oils that I use, um, some of them are you able to actually do a drop under the tongue and and have ingest them that way. But for people, uh, for the purposes of this tutorial, we're just going to stick with <laughs> applying them on the skin or diffusing in the air. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Do you want to start with these? 10 sweet spots for better sleep. Yes, and actually what you'll notice on my slide uh, presentation here, I've really customized this to you and I've got eight, point, point, eight potent points for better sleep, but just for your show, Tina, I'm going to add in the two, these two bonus ones, which I'll share at the end. And so you're actually gonna get 10. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. The oh, you're welcome. why I asked to cover better sleep is because like you, I also don't sleep well. I have a very, very active mind. Um, mm -hmm. You and I are both seekers. And I think, <laughs> uh, I think that's a very, very common feature <laughs> of seekers that we have difficulty sleeping because our brains, our minds are so active all of the time. So let's get into some acupressure points to make that even better for us. Sure. <clears throat> so... Um, so the, it's eight potent, eight, well, for in this case, 10 potent points for better sleep. And the purpose is going to be to calm the heart and the mind with acupressure, sound and energy healing. So we've already done the sound part. And then the energy healing is with the acupressure points and then working with the breath. And I've also got um, in here some testimonials for uh, from from previously on some of these points that we use just to, you know, just to share what others have experienced doing this as well. Um, we've got my sleep app said I got 100% sleep last night after doing the points. That's a first. So now who else wants that? I know I do. You do. <laughs> yeah. Um, the fingers lace process is a great stretch. And I'll be showing you what that means, what that finger lace process actually is. Um, Miriam's 
So she's Miriam's another one of our uh, metaphysical school faculty members. Yes, she and, is. Uh, she said excellent information. Thanks, Carly Penfold. <clears throat> and then feeling less tension in the neck now. Yes. So I do bring the the neck into play because um, there's the point that we're going to get to, and it's it's on. Um, gates of consciousness is what it's called and it really is what's connecting our mind and our body and so when our mind's racing but our, our bodies are exhausted it's like this is where we need to kind of bring more balance in so um, if people are wanting this guidebook that I have um, you can certainly uh, go ahead and get that through that link that Tina shared already and in it is tracking your acupressure progress well I'm it's actually going to show I'm going to share that link right now Okay. So if you're interested in the guidebook that Carly has created, um, it'll be on the eight points, correct? The two, the extra two points are kind of bonus for the broadcast, correct? Yes, um, there is. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yes. <laughs> okay. So the banner that I have up says 10 sweet spots for better sleep, but the guidebook is actually eight, which is fine. We're going to have some extra special ones for broadcasting. Mm -hmm. The guidebook is available at carlypenfold.com slash links. If you are watching the broadcast, you can see it right now. And if um, if you're listening to the podcast, we're going to have that link in the description as well. Yeah, that one, um, actually, just to clarify a little bit, because I've done, I have done this before with the 10 sweet spots, but really for this show, I, I really want to zero in on the ins insomnia aspect. So a lot of the points that we're covering today are in that guidebook as well. And it's actually on the, the homepage of um, my website, you'll see it right there, a guidebook. And there is a masterclass that kind of goes along with that to be slightly different from um, what I'm sharing here today, but the guidebook is is going to help you regardless because a lot of the similar points are covered in both. <laughs> the the thrills. See, this is the stuff I think about in the middle of the night. <laughs> so so that's where you can get your guidebook. And so the next thing I wanted to touch on here is going to be on the meridian clock, and this is where we actually go a little bit deeper into this in my in my holistic healing programs because. It, it take we take a look at all of the meridians and they have different times of days that they peak. And so this is an excellent place to go to if you are waking up at the same time every night or if you're having trouble, like you can't fall asleep until 11 or later. This is an excellent uh, clock to take a look at to uh, determine where it is and what time it is and what Meridian may be out of balance. So <clears throat> let's say, for example, between nine in the evening and 11, there is the triple warmer meridian that peaks. And now, okay, so the triple warmer is not actually an organ, but in traditional Chinese medicine terms, it does represent three burners in the torso, and they are responsible for balance throughout the whole body and, and all the systems. And uh, between 11 at night and one in the morning, if you're having sleep issues during that time, uh, the gallbladder meridian is peaking. And between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m. is the liver meridian. And the gallbladder and, meridian, and, gallbladder and liver meridians, um, emotions that are associated with those represent um, anger and frustration. So if you've got something going on in your, in your life that's got a lot of anger, frustration, it may be coming up to surface in the middle of the night at these times. So um, this is why I've included the meridian clock, because I think it's important to determine if there's a pattern with your sleep or lack of sleep, that you know what meridian is associated with it, because it just gives us more clues as to what's going on in our bodies. So the first, um, the first two points that we're going to take a look at are the gates of consciousness, which I was just mentioning, and celestial pillar. Now here it is. I haven't made up these names. These are the names of the acupressure and acupuncture points. Like these are, it's so poetic. It, it really does have this connection between our external world and our internal selves. And it's through these acupressure potent points that we're able to bring more balance within ourselves. So 
Um, we're going to do a neck press exercise with these two points. Now it does, it does kind of appear on, if you're seeing the diagram, it appears as if these are on the front of the body, but they're actually on the back. We're going to um, go to the back of the neck along the occipital ridge, the base of the skull, where gallbladder I'm going to do it with you too. Okay. So and we're both going to do it as well. Okay. So, okay. We're on the side. So, um, okay. I'm what we'll start off doing is hands in front, interlace your fingers together. And now turn your hands so that your palms are facing down. And then we're gonna practice the neck press and it's going to be a squeeze of your palms together. So you're pretty much keeping your fingers interlaced and bringing the palms of your hands together. So it's this action that we're going to do on the back of the neck that's going to activate uh, the gallbladder 20 and the bladder 10 points. Um, the numbers refer to the, the point number on the meridian. So gallbladder 20, that's the 20th point on the gallbladder meridian, in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> so we're going to interlace our fingers together, bring them up to behind the back of the neck, lowering the chin down to the chest, allowing the arms to rest feeling a bit of gravity happening here, getting some pressure on the back of the neck. If you have any kind of discomfort, please stop. <laughs> We're not here to hurt yourselves even more. You're here to like get some relief. We are, are there other ways to access this if needed? Well, I can feel how tight this is. Holy cow. <laughs> so um, we're not really pulling. We're not pulling with the arms down. We're just letting them rest and just letting that go. So once you've got your fingers in position there and you feel more comfortable, go ahead and start taking a deep inhalation through the nose and exhaling as you do the neck press together. Now, when you're at home and doing this on your own, I suggest we do that you do three inhales and exhales per exercise or point. So, but for the purposes of being on the show, we're going to just do a demonstration with one. So, um, I did three. That was awesome. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I just kept doing it while you were playing. Wow. I'm I'm not at all surprised at how tight my neck is, but I'm surprised at how how much I can feel it just by bending my neck and putting my putting my interlaced fingers there. Wow. So when you do that, you just have to, as you follow along, Tina, just make sure you don't accidentally um, scrub your mic as well there as you're moving your arms around. <laughs> just, okay, thanks for the reminder. Just noticed, <laughs> just noticed a little bit there. So because, you know, we're going to be moving around a lot. Um, and then the other option is to take your fingertips, feeling for the base of the skull again, and feeling down the neck to those ropey muscles. These acupressure points are the size of a dime to a quarter. So we have lots of room to work with. As long as you're in that area, you're going to be getting these acupressure points and the, um, the the quick massage that you can do with your fingertips is also going to be effective as well and if you find that maybe you're really tight and you can only get one of your arms up to the neck area just go ahead and just do one side at a time so would you say the gates of consciousness is kind of right under the I want to say the occipital bone. Um, yeah, like it is. The skull, and then, it is. Yeah. That one has quite a celestial has, pillar would be like a, maybe two inches lower, maybe, maybe an inch lower than that. Yeah. The gallbladder 20 at the occipital ridge, the, the edge of your skull, you can really feel for that point. Um, if you've got your fingers at the back of your neck and you're feeling for the base here, if you go where your spine is, just coming out from that about an inch or so, inch, inch, inch one to two inches, um, and then feeling for an indentation, uh, that's that point. Um, usually when we're using our hands uh, to feel for it, the middle finger will tend to be where it ends up falling under. And uh, to see if you're in the right spot, you can move your chin up and down a little bit, get the ridge of that skull moving so you can get a better sense of where that is. And it'll be right underneath that. And it can be very sensitive. So use gentle pressure on yourselves. And then, yes, and the, bla the bladder 10 one would be just a little bit further down from that point 
and really feeling for the ropey muscles. Again, it'll be about one to two inches off from the spine, the center of the spine, off to the side. And you want to be on that um, on that muscle part. And when I activate that one, I usually use my three fingers just to um, you know make sure even I'm on the right spot too. I mean, you can start to feel for it and get the. Um, there are indentations, uh, but for people starting out, I just suggest just use your three three, four fingers in that area. It's usually the three, the pinky finger on me doesn't reach that far. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's where that bladder 10 celestial pillar um, acupressure point is located. Nice. So are we calling these two points, the gates of consciousness and the celestial pillar? Yes. Awesome. Although they do reside on both sides of the body. These points, there, there will be ones that are just single points here, but these ones are on both the left and the right side bilaterally on each, uh, on each person. Great. Okay. So the next one is that we'll look at is the third eye and the sea of tranquility. And okay, now these are single points. <laughs> and these ones are uh, the third eye is located between the eyebrows and conception vessel 17 is located um, at heart center, which is why I brought the heart chakra bowl today. Um, so the Third eye is uh, center of the forehead. This is one point. We're going to hold these two together. So whichever hand you prefer feels more comfortable going up to your forehead, go ahead and take that one. And just feeling for the spot like in between your eyebrows, usually use several fingers here too. And then the um, other hand's going to come at heart center. You can use your fingertips just to come into the sternum there at around heart center. If you want to have more assistance on finding that heart center part, um, put your hands together in front of you with prayer position and bringing the thumbs to a chest area to touch the sternum where the thumbs land is usually at that exact spot for where that heart center is. So, <laughs> yeah. so holding these two points together now, uh, we'll do a, a deep inhale and exhale. And when you're at home and you're doing this, I do suggest doing the three. But for now, we'll, we can do the one. So deep inhale through the nose. And exhaling through the mouth. And Tina, you can do your three here while I keep talking. So the uh, what I'd like you to try and invite you to try and imagine here is that with your inhalation coming in, that you're breathing in vibrant, positive energy. And however that looks to you, whether it's sparkling, whether it's pure white light or violet light, whatever is feeling right to you as being a high vibrational, very light, very powerful energy. Bring that into your body, whether that's coming from the earth energy or cosmic energy, breathing that in through the nose and into heart center and exhaling, releasing through the mouth, releasing and letting go of anything that's no longer needed. And as we use this breath and with intention, we are bringing that into these acupressure points, we are clearing and um, kind of giving an energetic sweep of our bodies and our systems. Okay, so that one is the third eye sea of and sea of tranquility, and those are the single points. And actually, while we're here on this one, I'm going to give you one of those bonus points that I'm talking to you about because it's going to be used in conjunction with your third eye point. So we're going to take one hand will go at the third eye and the second hand is going to go around to the back of the neck again and where we had those two uh, gates of consciousness points at the base of the skull, now we're going to go right on top of that spine area at the base of the call. This is a single point. And this we will use together with the third eye point because this is good for opening up our intuition and our third eye. These actually do connect um, between uh, the back and the front um, of our bodies here too. So there's a bonus point. This one will help bring more calm and more centeredness and really help to um, 
you know, calm the monkey mind and the chatter that goes through there. And it's with focusing on these points and focusing on our breath that we are then able to help distill the mind a little bit more. And that will in turn provide better sleep. And what's the point called in the back of the head? Um, it's governing vessel. It's on the governing vessel meridian. I'm I know I should have written it down. I'm totally blanking on the number right now. <laughs> but maybe I'll get that um, by the end of the show. <laughs> you have the name? Yeah, yeah, I'll get that for you at the end of the show. Okay. Um, and so the next slides that we are going to take a look at, these ones are going to be on the arms. And it's inner gate and spirit gate. So these are on the inside of the forearm. And these points are going to be held together as well. Um, it's a pericardium six and heart seven point. The inner gate is the P6 and the spirit gate is H7. Now the spirit gate is also the balancing point for the heart meridian for the entire thing. So that one is really good uh, for balancing the entire meridian. And it's often said in traditional Chinese medicine terms that it's the heart meridian that's responsible for our sleep as well. And anxiety and any stress that shows up is often in the heart meridian. So balancing this point all together is going to help too. So um, to find these points, going to put our hands out in front of us and you're going to turn them over so that your palms are face up because we want to be on the inner forearm. Uh, the first point we're going to take a look at is going to be uh, the P6, the pericardium six, the inner gate. It's going to be three finger widths from your wrist crease. So taking, for example, your right hand over to your left wrist, taking three fingers and putting them up to the wrist crease. If you can flex your wrist and your wrist is able to bend and not getting stuck on your fingers, then you know you're in the right spot. So three finger widths down from that, um, you're going to look for the point that is in the middle of the forearm, smack in the middle, uh, be soft tissue underneath. You won't be on top of any bones or anything. You'll, you'll feel it, that you'll be able to slide your finger right in there and it's right in between um, the two bones. So that's the first point. Um, I that can I finally feel a pulse on it. Oh, really? <laughs> then you're in the right spot. <laughs> yeah, I have a, um, I've, I took um, Carly's introduction to acupressure, um, introduction to Meridian's video course. And I had such a hard time finding my pulse at the point. And so I'm just, I just wanted to share <laughs> with Carly that I finally found one. Yay. Because it, it's with practice that you will actually be yeah. able to um, start to find these. And right um, now I can only do it on one because my, my crystal healing bracelets are in the way. on the other. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. And I'm like, no, they're just in the way. So, <laughs> And so um, the other point that we're going to find that goes along with this is on the, the inner wrist crease as well. So uh, hands out in front and palms facing up. Take your right hand, find a pinky finger of your left hand, and you're going to run it down the side until you reach the wrist crease. And here will be um, an indentation as well. We, they're called subo bowls. They're like... Um, <laughs> well, dense in us. <laughs> and this is what we want to be finding. And so this is where the surface of the, of the um, meridian comes closer to the surface here so that we can actually start to feel it like Tina just did with the, the bowls. Uh, I mean, with her, that one uh, with it's the easy. inner gate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you're, if you're on the inner side of the pinky finger side on your inner wrist, and you're able to flex your wrist and your fingers right on that flexing point, that's, you should be in the right spot. So you're gonna have one finger on, your pointer finger can be there and then you're going to use your thumb. You might need to measure out again on your wrist so you get into the right spot, the three, three finger widths down. So we're going to hold the middle of the, the forearm with the wrist point as well. So we're going to activate them both at the same time and then we're going to switch to the other side. 
So um, here we take a deep inhalation through the nose, bringing our intention and awareness to these points. Exhaling, releasing, letting go, releasing any tension, any tightness, any feelings of um, stress or anxiety or tension, using the breath. Focusing on these points, are you feeling your body starting to relax in any anywhere else? You, are you feeling any relaxation through the neck or through the back or through the lower back, legs? Are you finding that your breathing is becoming more regular and more in sync? So observing how you're feeling too while you're doing these points, and which is another reason why I have included the acupressure uh, tracking your progress guide because there's space in there to keep track of how, how it's affecting you. And if you're able to do, you don't have to do all of these points at once. You can do them, whichever ones are your favorite ones. Um, you know, five, 10 minutes a day would be great. Um, if you want to, you can run through the whole thing, but that doesn't have to be every day. Then to pick your favorite ones and work with those. So and now we're going to go ahead and go to the other side. So arms out in front, palms facing up, using the left hand now to find your pinky finger, sliding that down to your wrist crease, flexing the wrist so you're finding that you're in the correct spot taking the three finger widths and going to find that inner gate one and holding those two points together and taking three deep breaths. And if you're watching on the replay, go ahead and pause this if you need to um, while you find this, these points and then continue on with the breathing and doing the three deep breaths. And is it important to do both sides when yes, using the is. inner gate and spirit gate? It actually really is important because... Um, Otherwise, you're just going to be unbalanced. <laughs> that totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, doing that and doing it with three deep breaths is where uh, you'll be able to like really start to notice a difference. And and when you start to feel the uh, the pressure points as well, um, this is where you've got um, like. This is where you can start to feel the differences even between the left and the right side. Um, they are not always the same. Some pulses can be more rapid on one side, slower on the other. And the goal then, if when you're at the point of starting to feel these acupressure points, the goal will be to hold them so that they're even or as close to being even as possible on each side. And now they're balanced together. Cool. Well, I can only feel the pulse on P6, cannot feel the pulse on the, the pinky finger one at all. Uh, but I'm going to keep practicing and it'll get better. It will. <laughs> There's only room for improvement. <laughs> uh, and so... Um, the other points that we'll be talking about next are called calm sleep and joyful sleep. And these are the ones that are newer to the to this particular um, presentation that I'm doing. And the um, ones that these ones are actually located on the feet. And so it will be um, kidney six and bladder 62. Kidney six is joyful sleep and bladder 62 is called calm sleep. And these ones are both on the inner and the outer ankles, both sides being directly below the ankle bone. So when now this one will be more difficult to actually demonstrate because uh, visually, because of just the way our, our screens are all set up and everything. But the um, the purpose, the easiest way to find this is going to be when you're lying down. So, you know, this is about sleeping. So this is perhaps one that you can do when you're already in bed. <laughs> and the easiest way to, to, to activate and to hold these points will be lying on your back. And then you're going to bend your knees and slide your feet towards your bum. And so you're going to have um, you're going to have the 
feet as, as close as you can so that you can then reach forward with your hands and grab hold of your ankles. Now I realize most, like many people may not have the flexibility in order to do this, uh, in which case uh, there are just other ways to go ahead and, and try and um, act, activate those points. So if we're lying on your back, you're gonna bend your knees, slide those feet as close as you can to your bum so that you can reach and grab hold with your hands on both sides of your ankles or do one side and then the other, whichever, again, whichever is more comfortable for you. You're going to use your thumb on the inside of the ankle bone and search for that bone and just go right below it. And then your fingers will go on the outside of the ankle bone, feel for that bone, go right below that. And then holding in here for um, activating the calm sleep and the joyful sleep points. Is it, is it, Mm, okay to ask a partner to help out if um we can't reach it ourselves like oh for sure absolutely and you know, we can maybe even throw in a foot rub at the same time too <laughs> <laughs> but yeah <laughs> you can definitely do that you can have um you can have somebody help you out with this um you can incorporate that even into a bit of like gentle massage if you're even giving yourself a, a foot rub. So the other way to act access it would be um, same thing lying on your back and uh, or even if you're in a chair, uh, just bringing one of your feet up a little bit higher so that you can even if it's on a stool or something so that you can reach down and grab hold of uh, the back of the ankle by the heel. Okay. So something else to incorporate into foot rubs when we're <laughs> when yeah. we're doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so that was the calm sleep and the joyful sleep. Um, those are those two points. So I do have another bonus acupressure point to share with you as well. And I find that this one's really good for helping. Um, I'm actually just going to stop screen sharing here. So this one is good for helping uh, with people have some tension in the jaw because we can be That's clenching. That's totally me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if our jaws and, and our everything's tight through here, you know all those points that we were activating at the back of the neck there and trying to get to relax? Well, if it's not released and relaxed up in the jaw area as well, there's still going to be tension there. So. Uh, this is a bonus point just for the show that I'm going to share with you. And it's it's to release through the jaw. And the way to find this point is going to be with your taking your two fingers, come up to your ears, and then coming down um, and sort of uh, following the jawline a bit. But you want to be above the jawline and only down like about a, so probably it's about an inch and a half or so. Anyhow. You're going to know you're in the right spot when you start to feel a, an indentation amongst all the, the jawbone and everything there. And then you're really going to know you're on the right spot when you open your mouth and move your chin down. You should feel a hinge happening under your fingers. Yeah, okay. for sure. All right, so you're in the right spot. So Ow. Okay. <laughs> So we're going to do the same thing here using these two fingers on this point. Inhaling in, exhaling out, and just really focusing attention to this area. Exhaling, releasing any tension, even moving the jaw back and forth, left and right a little bit. Get that to release. You're just gently holding here. If you're feeling any discomfort, release the pressure a bit. Breathing in, exhaling, and then I'm going to take it another step further. You're going to move your tongue around, ah. <laughs> and we're going to rest that because our tongues are often like in a state of tension too, and this can be when we're sleeping as well. This one's good to do when you're already in bed as well to uh, just do this and make sure that you haven't brought any extra jaw tension to bed with you. <laughs> And then making sure that the tongue is relaxed as well. What I have noticed is that when I'm when I'm thinking about something and my mind's racing, my tongue is like pressed to the roof of my mouth and is like like act, like actionably 
not relaxed. <laughs> and it's like, wow, I guess. And until I do this point on myself, I don't even notice that that has happened, that I've been carrying this tension. I'm like, oh, I need to relax through here a little bit, moving the jaw around back and forth, open and close a little bit. These are your bones. I notice that I clench my jaw really. Yeah. When I'm stressed out, I like, uh, I'm, a, I'm a jaw clencher. And so this point is really helpful. <laughs> Just try to loosen that up. It is yeah, so tense. Yeah. It's so tense. I'm going to have to spend some time on that one specifically. Thank you for You're the welcome. bonus point. That's awesome. Do you know what, what this one is called? Uh, do you know how many points? I <laughs> <laughs> you know where they are that they do. Head. I, I know the names all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know where they are and I know how to find them. I know how to palpate and feel them, but honestly, remembering names is like not my strong suit I'm in like, the first um, place. There's over 300 acupressure yeah, points, right? There right. are. <laughs> And that's and then they have the English version of the names, and then yeah. they have like the traditional the Chinese, yeah, the, the Chinese name for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um maybe you can talk about some other things and I'll just go find that. <laughs> okay, well, I would like to share that where people can find the holistic living show. So oh, yeah. <laughs> if you like the acupressure points that Carly shared, she has uh, very extensive library of points in uh, the Holistic Living Show. And in order to find that, um, the easiest way to find her replays would be to find her Facebook group, which is Holistic Living Tribe. So if you're interested in seeing some of the other points that Carly has shared, I know that she did a series on neck and shoulder pain, if you're interested in that. She did a series on knee pain as well, I'm pretty sure. I'm a bit of, I don't know, I guess a Facebook stalker. You'll probably see a bunch of my comments on her, on, on, you know, her, her broadcast. <laughs> I started to organize them in a units tab. So nice. there's um so in the units tab in the Facebook group there's um there's a currently there's a Meridian series where I have a new one coming out each month on how to quickly find in less than five minutes the balancing point for each of the twelve main meridians. That one is progressing. I think I'm on number eight tomorrow, and then once I reach all twelve, um, they'll be coming down and going into my course. So it's a, definitely you want to go check that out while they're still up there and free to watch. And then, um, and the other units, like you said, like the knee, uh, relief for knee pain, guess what? I, I blew my knee out wake surfing. So everybody got to learn about knees <laughs> and other things that are in there too. Yeah, you're right, Tina. They're, they're in there, but I have got them organized in the units section to try and make it more findable. <laughs> and there's also Carly's video course on metaphysical school which is acupressure and oils for common ailments, yeah. introduction to meridians. And all 12 of the balance points are in there as well as a whole bunch of um, essential oils yeah. to use for the different yeah. points, which is so helpful. The one that's in your, in your school is definitely more comprehensive than. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I have to review that. I've watched it. I've watched it once. I'm going to be reviewing it uh, very shortly. But again, if you want to catch Carly's Holistic Living Show, you can find her Facebook group at Holistic Living Tribe. Cool. Are you looking up the names of those points? I am. And there's, there's so many that are right there. Um, the one that is the one that you feel with, um, with the moving eye? the jaw up and down was what? Oh, this one? The yeah, one, yeah. Yeah, that the one. one. The one kind of the, the hinge at the jaw? Yeah. That one, there's three. There's a triple warmer 21, small intestine 19, and the gallbladder two. But it's, um, I mean, we end up getting all of them right there. I mean, it's like, and they're literally all right next to each other. So um, the important part is that you're finding when you open your jaw, the hinge, and that's when you know you're on the right spot in there. Cool. And while you're still looking, I'm going to show again the banner for 
how to find it's actually the eight sweets box for better sleep guidebook you can find that at carlypenfold.com slash links and there'll be a download link for that super is there anything else you wanted to share with us carly if do you need some more time to find the point on the back? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I just we found all of the new name and the number of it. <laughs> yeah, just give me, I'll be there. I'll be there. Okay, just okay. Keep going. Well, you keep looking, and I'm going to do our promotional advertising while you look for that. Okay. So let me bring up our wonderful graphic. This episode of Metaphysical Musings is brought to you by Metaphysical School, my video education and community website, where you can discover and progress on your soul path as a healer, seeker, mystic, or seer. You can build trust and confidence in your intuition with our weekly intuitive activities and ignite your enlightenment journey with our over 50 video courses and master classes created by me and our fabulous faculty, like Carly Penfold, of metaphysical teachers from around the world. I invite you to learn more about the many benefits of enrolling in one of our memberships, where you can heal, learn, and grow with us at metaphysical.school. So how are we doing, Carly? Did you find the point yet? <laughs> You're muted. <laughs> You're still. I'm oh, sorry. I did find it. <laughs> I should be doing that for memory and concentration next. <laughs> well, the point is, it's a governing opposite of the third eye. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a governing vessel sixteen, and it's called Palace of Wind. Nice. <laughs> See, so we can <laughs> Nice palace of wind. Yeah. So our bonus points are palace of wind, which is in the middle. Yeah, like that's right above our spine, kind of under our the occipital ridge of the skull, yeah. so kind of in the back. And then the jaw point is the the jaw point that we did. Yeah, and that yeah, was like three place. different jaw points. Yeah, that's along with so some jaw movement, <laughs> that's which is right. so so tight on me. <laughs> which means yeah you probably I need to do it <laughs> <laughs> sure. okay thank you so much Carly is there anything else you wanted to share with us before before we finish today um I think that was everything I've just really enjoyed being on here and thank you again for inviting me I like sharing this and uh, if people are interested in you know diving into this some more I do have like a live um, ongoing self-care class that um, I have one starting up again soon. So again, just message me for more info if you want to. Nice. And you can also uh, connect with Carly at her website at carlypenfold.com. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. And before we go, I'd like to share that this episode of Metaphysical Musings is brought to you by Metaphysical School offering everything awakened souls need to ignite their enlightenment journey, including courses, clarity, confidence, and connection. Our video education and community membership includes over 50 video courses and masterclasses to choose from that you can watch anytime, anywhere. You can discover your soul path as a healer, seeker, mystic, or seer, and find out where you're currently at on that path and what you need to get to the next step with ease. You can build trust in your intuition with our weekly intuitive activities designed to gain intuitive wisdom through experience and get all the support you need with our growing community of awakened, metaphysically minded souls. If you're an awakened soul who feels afraid, alone, overwhelmed, or lost, we can help you to enlighten into being wise, connected, centered, and aligned on the next steps on your soul path. I invite you to visit our website to learn more about the many benefits of enrolling in our school membership, where you can ignite your enlightenment journey with us at metaphysical.school. And while you're there, I invite you to take our What Metaphysical Archetype Are You quiz to discover if you're the healer with a passion for caring for others, 
the seeker with a thirst for finding truth and wisdom, the mystic who revels in their intuitive abilities, or the seer skilled in divination and astrology. Knowing your metaphysical archetype is the first step in understanding your soul path, helping you to progress on your enlightenment journey. Just click on the take the quiz button on our website at metaphysical.school. And I'm going to wrap this episode of Metaphysical Musings up by giving gratitude. Thank you so much, Carly. Our metaphysical school teacher and owner of Holistic Living with Carly for joining us today and sharing some of her amazing energy healing wisdom with us. Again, to connect with Carly and find her eight sweet spots for Better Sleep guidebook, you can visit her website at carlypenfold.com. And to watch her weekly Holistic Living show, you can find her Facebook group at Holistic Living Tribe. I'd also like to finish by thanking you for joining us in watching or listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to sharing more metaphysical musings with you in upcoming episodes. Bye for now.